0: Beloved, Babaji, I wonder if you could mirror me and share about how to transform sexuality. I see that it's something I've been going in circles with, that I have been again and again following desires of the mind, disguising itself as the heart. And I've been trying to transform desire, but I feel now that It is all bullshit, and it's just about focusing on love. Still, I feel I struggle to befriend my relationship with sex, and I think I always have, perhaps partly because my dad has always messed up his relationship with it, which affected both me and my sister as children. It is like a drug to him very obvious to us but still hidden and never talked about like it was dirty but still craved strongly i see that it has left a mark in me and i'm not sure how to get rid of it i see that if i'm not very watchful the mind can pull me in similar patterns and I see that I'm trying to suppress my sex is not the way either. Both create unbalance. There is also this wish in me to make love in a way that can support me on the spiritual path to raise the energies and go deeper. I see that with some partners this happens almost effortlessly with just a look in the eyes. But with others it feels like an uphill struggle, even though other things flow beautifully. Does that mean we don't match or is it just a matter of groundwork? I can see... That here I can easily project on the other, when it's me who needs to solve something in myself. I just want to thank you, I'm finally coming out of the cave of anxiety I was stuck in for some time. I feel your love and fire. I love you, Samar. Very good, Samar. It takes uh, some courage to ask me about this because it's something that people never talk about. sex and that, no, then they are very afraid. And in a way, sex is also a little that, no, because you disappear, no, very briefly. And I think that's why we like it so much, because it's the only way that gives you a little release on that level so people can get obsessed. They are also afraid, or they can get obsessed with it. Because in the sex act, if you have orgasm, then briefly you enter into no mind. So he said, for me, it's a natural way, but we are not natural, we carry with us all the conditioning, like this. So then it's very difficult to be natural. And I know you've been interested and you went to some kind of tantra school or something, but most of the things that they do is people who are repressed. And Tantra really, they are not against sex, but that's not the focus at all. The whole way, the part of Tantra is to meet your inner male and your inner woman. Hmm? So they don't deny it because it's the beginning. But now many people has Tantra as an excuse for indulgence. When the Tantra schools was happening, when the Tantric masters, out of the meditation, which was very, very free people, and society did not like, like they don't like any free man or woman, it is an inner rebellion against everything, falls in you. So it's a path back to your natural state. But to be natural, you have to get rid of all that which is unnatural. And in India, too, they have some places from that time. I have been in Kadurau for example. And they have so many statues there of different sexual acts. And it was a tantric temple. But it didn't last because the masses got involved. And it become an indulgence. That's not what it was meant for. In tantra, sex is just like the mud. You don't reject the mud, because the lotus comes from the mud. Hmm? The lotus is a symbol of enlightenment. Hmm? But you don't reject the beginning. So, it's not to deny it, and it's not to indulge in it. Then what to do then? Understanding. That is the only way, no? Which is very difficult. So how can you grow if you reject where you are? So you have to start where you are. And the body is the closest, because that's what you are identified with the body. So you have to start with the body. You have to make your body more sensitive, more receptive, more loving. That is the other, and that can only happen if you go in. I wonder if you could mirror me and share about how to transform sexuality by transforming yourself. When you are transformed, the whole world becomes transformed. That is the thing. Hmm? So, in sex you have a possibility for love. Like in love you have a possibility for compassion prayerfulness. But you have to rise. You have to go deeper. And most people get stuck on that first. And you have much more, much more deeper potential in you than that release, that temporary joy you feel You have much higher ecstasies, bliss, in you. Hmm? That doesn't mean that you should be against it. Everything has its own place. I see that it's something I've been going in circles with, that I have been again and again following desires of the mind, disguising itself as the heart. Exactly, that's what people did. And this is also in this kind of ridiculous, so-called Tantra schools they have. Yes, they have a few good teachers, but very, very few. Most people don't come across. But you have to create more sensitivity, more openness. You have to go beyond your own fear. Hmm? But what is it on the whole part. You have to be open. The meeting, the ecstasy, can only happen if there is trust, if there is love, if there is intimacy between two. Hmm? But remember, the real the Tantra part is to find your own inner man and woman. So they become in balance. Normally, like you say, you're functioning out of desire, out of lust. That's how everybody is functioning. Maybe you disguise it as love, but no, you are a slave of the desires. So as long as you're a slave of these lower instincts, then you cannot rise. You have to transform them. The whole part of Tantra, which is happening here also, is to transform the lower energy like you're refining them. Hmm? You are refining your energy, then you start going higher. In Tantra they say like they have in many of the parts in yoga seven chakras. Hmm? So the first if you are is the sexual. The second is death. That is man and woman. The first fire is man, the second is death, darkness, rest is woman. So these two have to be in harmony, hmm? not rejection and not indulgence. Hmm? So the whole thing is to make them into balance. When they, the two first chakras in balance, then the energy rises to the third. and the fourth. So, in the third and the fourth, and only when you come to the fourth, the heart, do you get out of the slavery of desires. Because Why? Because you have found something deeper. Hmm? That is what's happening here also. You get, true meditation, Through satsang, through being with the master, the energies start going up. So you are not so much slave of your lower instincts. Hmm? Very few people rise to the heart. They are stuck in the first tree. That is the whole world functions like that. When you get established in the heart, then only you become a human being. Hmm? Then love. In sex, in the lower, you only want, you use the other, like an animal, no? Like you say, that lust, that desires, it can be disguised like love. You can even fool yourself because you don't know anything better. And everybody thinks that is love. Because sex looks a little bit animalistic, so they cover it up with love. (laughs) It sounds more poetic. But it's not love. It's just your unconscious desire. Only when you come to the heart, then there is love, which very few people, humans comes to. Then you don't use the other, you meet the other, no? Then this is sharing. You have to be open to give and to receive. And only when you pass the fourth will you then be in balance. Then you cannot fall down. Up till the fourth is all the potential possibility. You fall back again. Maybe you have a glimpse and then you fall back again. Because the gravity, the past, it's so strong. Your animal past, your unconscious past. That even sometimes you open up, you have a little glimpse inside the temple of love. Wow, so beautiful. Again, you go down because you are not established in the heart. That's why the heart is so important, it's like a mid station. So when these six senses, which is like three pairs, when they all are harmonious, then there is balance. Then there is a dance. Then there is harmony. Your whole being becomes a harmony. And then the seventh is beyond. Is transcendental. That doesn't mean that the sex is gone. It's not brahmacharya, like some... Fools. Look the priests, the Hare Krishna people, many, many people, they're talking about no sex, no. The monks. And and look at how many thousands and thousands of pedophile priests who are misusing children hmm? in the name of the Lord. It's totally sick. That's how it goes when you're not natural. You have to, you cannot repress it. Then you become sick. And you, it doesn't have to indulge. Because then also it doesn't transcend. You focused on that. You focused on the lowest. Hmm? So, when you ask me this, you open up a whole, whole area. <laughs> I see that it's something I've been going in circles with, that I have been again and again following desires of the mind, disguising itself as the heart, and that I have been trying to transform desire. But I feel now that it is all bullshit, and it's just about focusing on love. Yes, that is the way, love and awareness. Forget everything else, because if you want to love, you have to transform. Still, I feel struggle to befriend my relationship with sex and think I always have. Perhaps partly because my dad always had messed up relationship with it, which affected both me and my sister's children. It is like a drug to him. Yes, it is like a drug. Hmm? And that's why people get so attached to it. It gives you one very little pleasure, no? You get some pleasure there. And it's a pity that one gets stuck there because it's so much more. The higher you go, the more. This temporary thing that can happen with yourself or on that level with another is always a conflict because you cannot have it. When the energy rises, which is the natural way, then everything falls into place. Hmm? As you start meditating, as you start falling more in tune with yourself, this changes by itself. Many times people come and they get ignited. No? So first is the sexual energy that gets ignited because they get alive. Slowly, slowly the energy starts rising and it becomes more settled in the heart. then you can wonder what happened with these desires, this sex drive. It's almost gone. My God, there's something wrong with me. The women wonder, why isn't these guys running after me anymore? They become so meditative. Of course, you have some dogs, woof, woof, that is always running after. But if it goes like that, I remember also talked, Lot about that. Like the new women came to the ashram and they were like, "What is wrong with these guys? They just sit and meditate blissfully." Because the energy has eyes, you have an inner harmony, an inner bliss, an inner ecstasy. And the higher, the deeper you go, the more content. And in that way, the sex together with the food, together with your action, all action falls into the right place. You are not obsessed with it, because you have something higher. Hmm? When you have only the lower, you don't have the higher. When you have the higher, you have risen, you have gone through it, so you have the lower also. That, for me, is the natural man. That is the part of Tantra, or Tao. It's the natural way, no? But you have to start where you are. You have to understand your own anasis. And it only transforms with meditation by going in, by understanding yourself. I feel that in a natural way of living, maybe this could happen just organically if we are not polluted by religions, by fear, by guilt, by all these things. Because as you grow, you're getting more and more wise, and you're getting more and more, the energy is natural going into different channels, but not in the modern world. We are stuck on the same. So nobody is rising. You are as stupid as 75 as you were when you were 15. Only the body gets older, but no more, not much wisdom. That's the problem. Otherwise, you have different stages. Like when you were young, you we very ignorant. Then you think this is love. You don't know. You are excused. But as you grow older, you should refine the energies. Become more beautiful, more sensitive, more loving. Hmm? Then you get compassion. But it's not easy. It's been fucked up for so long. And still, many places, like in the Muslim country, for example, you can take up to four, five wives. The woman cannot. So, is it like you having sheep? I have five sheep and four wives. Why? Should it be like this? It has to be balance. And the poor woman haven't had anything to say. No. They say, like, in the West, maybe 50% of women have orgasm. In India, 25%. In the Muslim countries, must be 15%. What has gone wrong? Because there is no meeting. And the man, 90%. But that is not augas, that is just ejaculation. In the augas, you really meet, you have to... Be in tune. The woman has to be open, receptive, loving, trusting, relaxed. You have to meet. Otherwise, the man just use. And because the man has been in power, he has been using. Even four, five. You had kings in the past that had hundreds of wives. Just like cattle that they can use. But no meeting, the woman was never satisfied. So it's only by love, it's only by trust, it's only by sharing, being closer, falling in harmony, which you have to let go of all your defenses, your ideas. So the woman can relax. And you can relax. And also the man can very quickly come to agas. The woman takes longer time. So up till now, nobody looked, nobody faced themselves. And that is only by love. It's not by any doing or technique. You have some that is like... Is very popular. I have been with 300, 500 women, 500 men. What does that mean? It's like you are bragging about that. That is the young generation. Like they have one million followers, influencers, influencing the new generation, and people wow, I wish I could have so many. They are stupid as ever. It's only by meditation, only by love, only by sensitivity, only by understanding that transformation happens. There's no other way. And that way is only to come back to yourself. You say about your father, it, is like, it was like a drug for him, very obvious to us, but still hidden and never talked about. Like it was dirty, but still craved for it strongly. This is the split. On one side it's dirty, and on the other side you are craving for it. Neither of those ways work. But this is how everybody has been f- functioning. I see that it has left a mark in me and I'm not sure how to get rid of it. I see that if I'm not very watchful, the mind can pull me in similar patterns. And I see that trying to suppress my sex is not the way either. Both create unbalance. Yes. Because both... You are in charge. The ego is in charge. Either you want to suppress it like a good yogi. Some kind of sick thing happens because you are repressing your natural energies that wants to rise. Or you indulge Is this the same. Then also you do it for your own little pleasure. There's still the ego. It's just two sides of the same coin. They look totally opposite, but they are the same, because no awareness. So only by understanding, only by love can it be transformed. Hmm? That It has to become the new way. It's not happening yet, but it has to be. Because no people, they are not repressed like they were before. Well, many places are, the Muslim countries are, but in the West, they have indulged. It's gone to the other side, they have indulged. Now they will become fed up with that also. That also didn't satisfy us. The only way is to be more compassionate, more loving, more truthful, meet in the heart, not as just bodies. Nobody will be satisfied. The way is to be innocent, to be courageous enough just to relax. I see that with some partners this happens almost effortlessly, with just a look in the eyes, but with others it feels like an uphill struggle, even though other things flow beautifully. Yes, but then again, what is it you are looking for? Is it just the sex act you are talking about? You have to see what is important for you, know. And depending on where you are in your evolution, that is what is important. So for most people, if it's not good sex, that is the attraction, what you call love. is not really love you are after, it is the body. You like the body, you like the physical. Mm-hmm. Then you will always go on looking, because very soon you are tired of that body, then you look for another body. That's why people all the time looking for something that will fulfill them. And it's difficult to find everything in one package, that's just how it is, with one person. Maybe you enjoy going for a walk, maybe you enjoy being home, maybe you enjoy the friendship. So, in the relationship, because it's two, it's not only you. Maybe you think it's only me, 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 I want. But this two. So you have to give and take. You have to be flexible, you have to be loving, you have to be understanding. That's what relating is. Ordinary couples or marriages, they always want to change the other. Hmm? You want to change the other, you, you want to cha- change your partner. Why do you want to change the partner? Because then it fits your idea, your dream. It doesn't work like that. Everybody is unique. Love means acceptance. I know marriages, people who have been married a long time, and they're still just going on talking about changing each other. It will never happen. Oh, yeah, soon it will. Soon he will change. <laughs> no, why? Why not accept it? They are not on that understanding. Love is acceptance. And in acceptance, the woman, the man gets trust. Then you start relaxing. Then more beauty comes forth. No? How can you open if there is not trust? Impossible. And every woman knows that, on one level, that you just want to use her. But the sad thing is, she's is used to it, so she allows it because she also wants love. Life is multidimensional, no? Does that mean we don't have the compatibility for it, or is it just a matter of groundwork? This is just the mind. Is there love? That's how easy it is. Do you love me? Do you... Do I love you? Do we want to be together? What is all this? And if that is clear, then already the groundwork starts happening. Otherwise, it's a doing. You cannot do love. Hmm? Love happens in trust both partners have to open up. I see here that I can easily project on the other when it's me who needs to solve something in myself. Yes, everybody has to solve something in themselves. And you also have to remember that the other will never satisfy you. (laughs) Yeah, on some level. But if you are not satisfied with yourself, nobody, nothing outside can satisfy you. And everybody is looking at something outside. Again, that is the whole thing, the deeper meaning of Tantra, is that you get in harmony inside between the yin and the yang. In India, they have a statue of lord shiva that is half man half woman is very very unique i always love that can you imagine nowhere else they have a picture of a god that is half man half woman and this is exactly the meaning that the inner meeting the inner marriage has happened all his centers is in harmony, and he is transcended, both. He's in balance. He's half woman, half man. And that is the challenge for every human being that you have to accept the opposites. You have to accept your inner man, your inner woman. You have to be in balance. Then, you have somebody that will never leave you. That is the inner marriage, the inner union, that is Tantra. The inner union, the inner meeting, coming back to yourself, where everything is harmonious, your inner lover. Hmm? Out of that space, of course have outer also, but it takes a totally different flavor because you don't desire, you don't want to change anybody. You are fulfilled. Otherwise, we will always go on projecting to the other, no? Hmm? So, if people reject Talking about the, your father or anybody in a way in the world, hmm? they reject or they are fearful or they indulge in the beginning. the energy can never rise. It's impossible. You have to understand the inner transformation. This is this beautiful image of the lotus that comes from the mud no? and rises above. Hmm. So this part, my part, the natural part, the tantra part, it doesn't matter what you call it, the love part, is just being natural, hmm? being natural. That is what is difficult. Because we are trained, we always be, want to be something else. Just being natural, just being yourself. No. First, when you become yourself, then, if you are so lucky to be with somebody on top of that, who can meet you, that's a blessing. Hmm? But it's only that inner union that will really fulfill you, forever. But then again, it's a paradox, because only then will you really enjoy the outside. Will you really enjoy the outer woman or man. Because then you are not grasping, you are not desiring. You have compassion, you have love, you have understanding, you have intimacy, you have friendship. That's what's happening out of it. Otherwise, you're always after something. You're never fulfilled and then you put that on the partner and so it goes. A guy and his wife are sitting, watching a boxing match on the television. The wife, pretty bored, the husband really excited. The husband sighs and complains, Ah, this is really disappointing. The boxing match only lasted one and a half minute. Good, good, replied the wife. No, you know how I always feel. <laughs> Let's be truthful with each other and see if we can meet. Beloved, I want to thank you. I love you, Samara. Good. It's love that is healing. Hmm? It's love that is healing you here. And it's love that will heal everybody. So focus on love. That is the whole thing. That is true courage. Kabir says, love does not grow on trees. It cannot be bought in the market. Hmm? It's not so easy, you cannot just buy love. You cannot pick it on the trees. If you want it to be loved, you must know how to give unconditional love. That is the way. And out of this unconditional love, then maybe the other will feel, wow! And out of that love, they get trust. They let go of their defenses. They open up. That is the natural way. Saraha, a Tantra master, Said, for the delights of kissing, the deluded crave, declaring it to be the ultimately real. Like a man who leaves the house and, in standing at the door, asks a woman for reports of sensual delights. Hmm? For the delights of kissing. The deluded man crave, declaring it to be the ultimate. Hmm? The deluded, the ignorant, the lost man thinks that kissing, that this union between bodies is the ultimate. That means he's always be craving. It's always been like that and it will always be like that. Hmm? Then your whole life goes on looking at the outside for something, someone going to fulfill you. Like a man who leaves the house and is standing at the door ask a woman for reports of sensual delights. Hmm? A man who leaves his house, that means, you know you have left your inner being. You have left your house. You have disappeared out. You are lost. Inside yourself, you have the temple of God. Inside yourself, you are in union. Find your center. Find your balance. Find the One. You have both, man and woman. You have yin and yang, Shiva, Shakti. Everything is inside. But, like everybody, you have left the house, and you are standing at the door, and then you are asking people about sensual delights. All your senses go out. Hmm? And that is a well-known fact: All your senses goes out. your eyes, your ears, your taste, your nose everything is out, your touch. You have to start feeling you have to yourself. you have to start listening to your own heart. You have to start looking at yourself. You have to start feeling yourself. That is the way. And it's difficult, but it's the only way. Then only you can transform yourself. You are not here to transform the world, you are here to transform yourself. Welcome. (laughs) And you are definitely not here to transform your wife, your husband. Just give up. (laughs) Ha, <laughs>